Gilbert Gottfried, and you are listening to Moles and Mel on Rap Rankings, a black guy and a Jewish guy reviewing hip-hop albums? Who would listen to that shit? I'm already upset because I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I know what this is. Cold world, right? Cold world. Oh, my God. Cold world, everybody. Cold world. Welcome to the first first listen new album review from Rap Rankings in a hot minute. Since December, I think. Was 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 Jack Harwell the last one? My yeah, boy Jack? okay. We, that was yeah, December. We did. We did Busta, and then we did Jack. You know. Um, but yeah, this is our first since the Jack Harlow album. You know, it's been it's It been looks a like while. these artists are gearing up to put yeah. out a lot of albums. So if they're gearing up to put out a lot of albums. They got the, the, the secret know, meeting, you know? Yeah, they, they had the secret meeting. Perhaps Mules and Mel have to, you know, give up their Thursday nights now. You know, it was, it was a good, it was a good little break. actual show on Friday nights. And give you these first listens. It's what the people want. I look at the numbers. It's what the people want, Mel. Yeah, no, I know. People prefer half-baked, like, half-formed, like, spur-of-the-moment knee-jerk opinions over, like, actual, you know, measured analysis. I know. That's right. that's humanity. Well, Mel, <laughs> so they before want. we get into this review uh, and talk about the new J. Cole album, uh, The Off-Season, is that what this is called? Yes. Okay, uh, before we talk about the off-season, what do we do here, usually? Right, we gotta do that. Okay, so, uh, it's been a minute since, we, you know, we, we just said, so, like, I had to remember what we do on first listens, but I, I know what we do. They, they ain't never gonna catch me slipping. Here we go. Uh, you know, this is Rap Rankings, the show where we listen to, rate, rank, and discuss every album in hip-hop history. Uh, I'm Mel, that's Mool's, uh... Someone get him a blanket because he's over there shivering. Um, these are first listen new album reviews, meaning uh, the ratings that we uh, arrive at at the end of the episode. They're not going on the giant board of every rap album, you know, in history on raprankings.com. You know, like it's, it's not going there because it's one listen. We we don't we don't like we're not going to put something on the board off one listen. You know, we will inevitably not just one listen, but the day it comes out, we want the chatter to settle and be able to look at an album without all of the things uh, swimming around it that happen during an album cycle. Right. We want we want all that to subside. You know, we want to respect the process of letting an album, you know, seep into you. You know, this is what you, this is what you need to do, you know, if you're trying to do stuff right. But uh, the rating system, though, they do still need to know that because we use that still, so... Uh, I'll explain it. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. 10 means, this is a perfect song to me, one of my favorite songs of all time. 9 means, I love it. 8 means, I like it a lot. 7 means, I like it. 
Six means it's all right. I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. Five means I feel practically nothing about this. Four means it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. Three means I dislike it. Two means I hate it. One means I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, we might add a plus or minus to those numbers. The pluses and minuses have no mathematical or statistical value. They are merely indicators that mean one of two things. One, it's like saying a strong or light version of that number. You hear eight plus, it's like a strong eight. You hear a six minus, it's like a light six. Uh, Second, uh, it's an indicator. It could go up or down in the future. The ratings aren't static on the show, especially with these first listens. You know, we could definitely be tripping. So, oh, definitely. Six I minus think with one first day. listens, we will give a rating at the end of the episode. But you know, I feel like every first listen, that number is likely to change by the time we actually get around to reviewing it for the show. Oh, for sure, absolutely for the show. But you know, I mean, even if we weren't, you know, we rated stuff for years because we're crazy people before we even started the show. You know, just for our own personal records and. I would say it's it's fair to say I need two two three more than two three to five listens before I start feeling comfortable about my uh, numbers, you know, or the ratings here. But yeah, uh, they could go up or down in the future. So you know, six minus that could go down with five plus and go up to an eight. You know, it could you know, there's no limit to how far it could go up or down. So yeah, don't freak out when you hear the pluses and minuses. Do I need to explain the takeaway average and weighted rating? I mean, they're yeah, not going cause... on the board. But yeah, because we okay. are going to end up using it at the end. Right. OK, so once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined. The takeaway rating, the average rating and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is the percentage of songs liked. That is songs rated seven or higher. For example, on a 10 song album, if you like five songs, the takeaway rating would be 50 percent. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points. So if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score would be 100 points. The weighted rating is the percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by two. Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by two, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history, unless we're doing a first listen new album review, in which case it don't go on no kind of board and it just rests in the audience's hearts. Right, because as and you minds. like to say, it don't matter if we're fucking tripping. Because this is the first listen. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, you know, I, I would like to lead off with something because he, well, actually, he could have been here today. <laughs> um, but but uh, the third member, Jesse, I think this is just a great thing to start with. I saw a tweet as I was listening. Um, and I just, I have to read it on the show because it's, because it's, uh, exactly how I feel. So Jesse said, please, nothing even close to a no-name subliminal on this album or Twitter will be extra insufferable tomorrow. Couldn't agree more. And luckily, unless I missed it, I, there wasn't one. So I could have missed you. it. Cool. Now, you know, because this is the first listen, I'm right. coming fresh off of listening to this thing. Exactly. It is uh, 10, 15 p.m. California time. The album just came out an hour and 15 minutes ago. It's so 12, I 15 a.m. Uh, Peorio, Illinois time, you know? So look how we work for them. Look, look what we do for y'all. We love y'all, you know? We do we do it all for rap. It's doing it all for Lena, yeah, that's a good song. But doing it all for rap, you know? And I figure while, while they're here, before we start, uh, if you love us, 
patreon.com slash rap rankings get even more exclusive content uh we have our mainline episodes and our first listens available on our free feed but we have some exclusive mixtape reviews and even some bonus album reviews over there so if you enjoy what you hear tonight check us out and uh help support the operation thank you and uh let's get to it with a quick discussion on our feelings on j cole let's see who these two um, reviewers well, that's are a, <laughs> that's a that's a loaded prompt i think that'll just come out throughout the review you know what's your background with j cole is this an artist you're familiar with yeah of course you know i you i, I would consider myself artist? a j cole um fan yes so you're you're going into this album as a j cole fan yes hoping for more good j cole music okay uh, I you would know. say that I am neither a J. Cole fan or a J. Cole hater. Okay. Um, I don't participate in the online dunking of J. Cole. Thank you. Um, I think that he's not as bad as his detractors have made him out to be. I think that he's also not as good as the people who call him the GOAT. And one of the greatest artists of this generation. Don't quite mm-hmm. agree with that assessment either. However, um, I've heard all of his projects. I take away songs from all of them. Um, I would lean more towards fan than hater, I suppose. But I don't. He's not someone who I uh, get excited about new music from. He's just someone who I've sort of begrudgingly grown to respect. And figure he's worth at least, you know, an hour out of my day to see what he's coming with. So okay, that would be the difference between you and I, because he's an artist. Yeah, there's a class of artists where you hear they're coming, they're, they're putting something out and you get excited. They're like, yes, oh, great. For sure. And then Dude, there are people not who, you know, right. And for me, it's like, all right, like I'll usually drop what I'm doing or, you know, try to I move with urgency to go hear it, you know. There's some people I completely drop what I'm doing. I would say he's right under that. It's like, oh, new call? Okay. Uh, maybe when I'm done, you know, uh, fiddling myself, I'll check it out. I think you the know? best way I could describe it is if he's dropping a loose song, I'm probably not checking it. But if an album comes out from him, I will check it every time. Or if like a mixtape or an EP comes out, if they're like a, you know, like a project of some sort is released, you know, I don't let it get released without at least checking it. I see. I see. Um, well, yeah, now that we got that out of the way, Mules is not is not dropping anything to hear a single, but he will listen to the album. And me, I'm not going to interrupt my smut session for him. But, you know, some artists I will. I'm a fan, you know. Okay, so, yeah. so would you say you rate J. Cole maybe an 8 out of 10 overall on your scale of enjoyment or your fandom? You really like uh, J. Cole or do you just like him? He's, I definitely more than just like him. I would say J. Cole, my enjoyment of J. Cole as an artist is probably an eight. I'm going to bring out the buzzer in the, ding, in the ding for this. Probably an eight plus. Nice. I would say that my enjoyment of J. Cole resides somewhere between a six plus and a seven minus. Oh, man. I don't know what to press. You know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big, I'm not a, I'm not a coal miner. 
But at the same time, <laughs> that is not what know, they call his fans. Uh, I don't, I don't think that he's whack. I'm, I'm gonna he, go with a six plus. He's got some joints. He's got sounds, some joints. Sounds like I've never in our conversations throughout the years. I've never ever heard you speak, you know, about J Cole with any like sense of you know reverence. That would, would you lead say me to give you the seven a, minus over the six Would you say that I, I'm a J Cole hater? No. Okay. But I, I think it sounds like to me the six. Plus I said six plus seven minus. I'm not denying that it. Could right, but be for a the audience's sake, you know, I couldn't leave him on the edge. I had to give him something. All right, so you buzz know? me six plus. I buzzed you. He's like, I buzzed you already. He's like six plus. He's like, <laughs> you know. So with that out of the way, <laughs> you know, uh, let's see what we think of this new J Cole album, the off season. We will definitely do that. Uh, just two things. Uh, I think the artwork's cool, and when I put the timestamps in the description, Cole, I'm sorry, but I won't be using this stylized approach you used with these titles. Okay, I, I, come on, you know what I, is it? All lowercase, all uppercase? No, it's it's just, this is some new stuff. This is all lowercase, but like periods where the spaces should. Be. Oh yeah, okay. So I listened to the album on YouTube because maybe I don't not have, new stuff, but like yeah, I don't it's, have streaming it's, it's services. Aesthetic boy stuff. You yeah, know? I'm not. Don't we don't we don't play with that? You know. Um, just... what's the second thing? That was the second thing. The artwork's cool, and and oh, the timestamps. Okay. I was letting Cole know that I'm just you know. It's it's, be- right, it's better on the eyes in the timestamp section, you know. So, okay, let's start. Track one, ninety five South. Do we have production uh, credits yet, or is it too early? We we I ain't pulling them up. It's the first listen. Like yeah, some people are probably you know like scurried around putting their you, you just probably Reddit board somewhere like oh my god such and such like look, look it I'm up just, folks. I'm just going off what I heard. It's the first listen. I'm just going off of what I heard. I, I wrote some shit in my in my notes, right? Which I only so, do really for this. You know, I'm I'm really like a big EJ of reviewers. I got the whole look, review. Look in my this head. guy over here, all his reviews. I didn't forgot better reviews than you ever thought of. <laughs> over here, all right, man. Well, uh, since we're not going to concern ourselves with production credits, I'm gonna jump right into the rating. Uh, eight minus for me. On this 95 South? Yep. Uh, flat 7 for me. Ding me, baby. Okay. Uh, didn't have a ton of notes, though. I just wrote very dramatic opening music. Cameron opens the album, not with a verse, but just with some chatter. He's the first um, verse, you, the first voice you hear. I was shocked. Yeah, like, so we wrote, just did the Killer season review, exactly. and he came on, and I was like, what? I heard Can't him say Killer, and right. he like, kind of oh. caught me off guard. Um yeah. I think this might sample You Don't Know by Jay-Z. The beat okay, itself. I, I picked up on that. I said the beat reminds me of You Don't Know. It feels like it samples it, but not in such a way that it feels too obvious or on the nose. It's in there, right. though. And Cole, If anything, it's the same melody, maybe. Yeah, you know? and Cole is, like, sounding very emphatic on here. I think he's spitting. Uh, there's the some, energy. like, there's some Little John chanting sort of shit during the chorus and in the outro. It was pretty good intro i give it a flat seven i think it was it was great to me i like it a lot um yeah i'm glad you picked up on the you don't know thing um (laughs) i've been known as the mop hater on this show but i think uh cole's energy he brings here it's he's not screaming but you know it's a step under he sounds very present and he's attacking you know attack rap might be back i don't know like the 
You know, this isn't the, the melodic rap. This isn't, you know, he's well, just. hold he's on, rapping. hold on, hold on, hold on. There's more of the albums still. <laughs> well, that's, no, no, that's true. That's true. I'm just talking about track one, you know? Track one checks out. It checks out. Uh, there's a lot of, but listen, you know, punchlines in their utility and function have changed throughout the years, you know? Um, feels like to me, punchlines are more of a, the punches in the delivery, it seems, with new rap, rather than the line itself. You know, it's more about making moments in the song. It's than the, the emphasis in line. the delivery, which is really, you know, that that's a Kanye thing, right? Is you oh, know, kind of. Him. But well, who who else really made up for the lack of bars with putting extreme emphasis on said bars? Uh, probably some other people. I just, I just, I don't want to think about him. Just, he's. Uh, hey, he's part of the reason this guy is here. That is true, but um, to my, my my point is that Cole, he's you know doing uh you know original punchlines. It's like the line itself. So and it was some slick stuff in here. It like actually held up to be twenty twenty one. You know he he's uh he's dissing like people dropping here, not just like the delivery and his cadence, but how he kind of picks his spots. You know, if you listen to the mainline show, you know I like intricate sort of timing in your delivery where Mm -hmm. you can stop pause pull back a little bit and then start rapping again in the right spots go hard pause slow it up a little bit you know that kind of being able to he sounds comfortable basically like not just passionate and you know just you know just like sounds like a yeah comfortable a seasoned rapper like he's been doing this a while, you know, and <laughs> what I appreciate is in delivering these lines. You just said a word. It's like, um, you know, like picking. I think you were talking about like picking your spots and everything. The key to me to uh, delivering a, like a conventional punchline in this day and age is you got to pick your spots. It's not enough to just end a line with a simile. You know, Wayne, Wayne is the pinnacle of that. I feel like after him it was never the same again. You know, he, he killed punchlines in a good way, you know, to where it was just, it was never the same to me, but Cole does things here. Um, you know, he's, he's punchlines are all the way dead though, because, you know, rock Marciano is very popular, even though he's fairly underground and his style of rapping, there's sort of punchlines or like weird, um, well, right, but you know what you know—that's what you're listening for, though. I just mean in a mainstream sense. Like there was a time where that was what you were hearing. Well, there were, yeah. I mean, there was a time the punchline rap era. Right. I mean, it was an era. You know, it was an era. It's the era that that got me in this. I wouldn't be talking to you without that era. You know, or that arrow, as we would say. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's great to me that um. You know, he's dissing these people with these 30 track albums. You know, I love hearing when the rappers diss these this, these new bloatware albums they put out. I love that this is 12 tracks. Well, this, okay? is, this is the same guy that introduced a lot of people to the concept of the streaming farm on his a lot verse, right? Cole? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. He says in the verse. Right, right, I, right. Okay. I mean, I think people who... <laughs> follow the music industry pretty closely knew about that stuff already, but I think he kind of opened it up to the normies. It's like, Oh, they got streaming farms overseas where they're got, you know, rows full of 
cell phones streaming these albums and pumping up the plays and the streams and everything. Right. You know, um, but the lines that stood out to me on first listen, he was like, M on your head, you Luigi brother. Now I thought that was cool. Shells on the ground, make the Easter bunny proud, you know, bullets be humming like Cuddy, you know, it's like, it's some cool stuff in here, you know? And like, if any, you know what I'll say? Punchline rap has been replaced by caption rap, you know, like Instagram caption rap or, you know, moment rap, meme rap. I'll I'll say this. Things to yell out when the beat drops. Of J. Cole. Um, If Rock Marciano, who I just referenced earlier, said that exact same line, bullets humming like Cuddy, people would be loving that line. But because Cole said it, it's going to be, oh, this is corny. That's sort of what you get though, when you operate in a different space, which is, which is funny because it's not like Cole can't operate in that space. He just happens to have built himself up to a mainstream level. So there's a different expectation for him. Well, I guess it's like, they look at it as like a dad joke from J Cole. Whereas they're like, Oh, rock just referenced the, he's aware of kid Cuddy and how he hums, you know, but at the same time though, I think rock Rock Marciano's delivery of it would have been more deadpan, you know? For sure, for sure. But it's just, you know, I think J. Cole sometimes gets knocked for a lot of the same stuff that other rappers would get praised for. You know, right. Um, Has the J. Cole Defender logged on? Is Mules the J. Cole Defender? Perhaps. I mean, I'm the J. Cole Defender too, but I defend as a fan and you defend as just you know, a respecter. This is this is going to be... Well, I, I can't call it. We haven't gotten that deep into it. Is this going to be a J. Cole defense episode? I, don't, I know. don't know. I mean, I'm willing to go in any direction that it takes us. I have my numbers already on the paper. No, of course. Right. You know, because um, Jay once said, put the number on your paper, you know? And I said, all right. Okay. He's, what? He said that? Put, that? put this number on your oh, paper. Because I would love to, to rate you. Up. Rate. R A T E. Um, how at me when you get off tour? Um, yeah, I mean, look, folks, this is this is the kind of track where I'm like, I don't want to hear these Nyquil Cole jokes, you dorks. Okay, this is the Cole I fell in love with. This is proof that he's not like boring. He's not the Eeyore of rap. All right, you know, like clearly he's energized. He's he's spitting in a slick manner. It's good stuff. Uh, last note, yeah, like it seems to be a recent thing where it, it's like I, I don't know if I would say crunk and crunk elements are making a resurgence, but they're being like you know sprinkled in to songs. Like, Definitely, you know, this whole yeah. little I mean, this John little thing. John stuff in here, you know, um, put your hood up. I just got a real mid two thousands, early to mid two thousands vibe from the whole thing between like the yeah. potential you don't know sample, Cameron's involvement, little John. You know, what, 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 how old is J. Cole? Uh, 36, I believe. Okay, he's actually older than me. I didn't know that. Uh, he's two years older than me. Hmm. He's feeling nostalgic for the times, you know? <laughs> but these would be, you know, his times on, on, on the come up, you know? Well, good for J. Cole are... getting this, getting this flat seven from Moles. Look at, look at, look at us, J. Cole. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just it's pretty much it. I like it a lot. I appreciate that the beat, you know, 
you never know what you're gonna get. I wouldn't even call this a complete throwback beat, but I just appreciate that it's not the, the same percussion and programming is not throwbacky. It's modern. It's contemporary. Right. But the yeah. elements that are brought in, the sample, Cam, Lil John, that's all throwbacky. Yeah. Right. I just I'm appreciative because I was not expecting this album this to is, start. This is basically like trap percussion, which we'll hear again on the next two songs. So. Right. So yeah, I'm done. We 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 can move on if you if you're ready. I'm ready. I got like I said, I got the numbers on the paper. Okay. Uh track two, Amari. Um Amari well, Stoudemire? Uh no, that not him. Uh he's uh isn't he like Jewish now or something? He is well, not Jewish, no, he's Jewish. <laughs> Has he always been? No, he's Jew. If you if you become Jewish, he's not Jewish now. He's Jewish. <laughs> well, I'm saying, was he before? How was it? Okay, he this converted. Might be... Yeah, but he converted. He's Jewish. Okay, so it's him and Whoopi. You know, he's Jewish. Okay, okay. No, I love it. All right, <laughs> I love it. We're on the same team, me and him. Well, listen. You know, you know, I love that team. I know you love my team. A black and, guy. Uh, and a Jewish guy. <laughs> Gilbert loves the team, you know? So let me tell you, uh, this track, Amari, I want Amori because I give it a seven plus. Sorry to hear that. I give it a flat six. Oh, man. I think I know why. I think I know why it would be a flat well, six. Well, why don't you me. worry about yourself and let me get into myself, <laughs> you know? All right, fine, fine, all right. You want to know why? Uh, yeah, I do. Want to know why? Don't don't do that. Okay, so I wrote the first thing that I'm greeted with is uh, Spanish guitars, maybe beat drops, and it's pretty hard. Second track with trap percussion, Cole doing some melodic sing-song rapping, some flutes in the background during the verses. I dig this beat, but I'm just not feeling Cole on this one. Thought his approach on the last joint was more palatable. Song is kind of short at 2.5 minutes. That's all. Wow, I was wrong. I was expecting you to respect the raps and not like the beat. No, I don't um, like the sing-song EJ Cole on this. I like the beat, actually. I think this beat would have been better off given to, I don't know, another rapper. Maybe I was doing some of that projecting I've been hearing about because... I mean, while I like the beat, it's cool. I prefer the previous one. And it's because this one's a little too contemporary for me right now. I'm just, I'm burnt out on these, on these, these, these types of beats, you know? I've been, they've been, they've been trapping me upside the head for like, you know, five, six, seven years, you know? It's just, um, but it's cool. It's, it's a cool beat. Uh, again, he's keeping up the bar work, you know, good dope, leave a fiend crumping, <laughs> made me laugh. Um, but yeah, he's doing the new flows, you know, and uh, I, I'm fine with it here. Later on in the album, it's it's going to start to wear out his welcome, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not happy with it here. I'm just, it's nothing to do with the beat. Okay. Huh, it's just, rap, I'm not rap. a fan of his approach to it at all. Well, the rapping definitely has me hyped up. The bars themselves, the way he's approaching the beat. I'm like, I'm starting to think at this point, I'm like, Okay. Okay. I think Cole, this might be his strongest uh, thing in, in a minute. You know, I'm like, uh, listen. Well, I think we can <laughs> talk about this now because it's something that I noted earlier before we started recording. He put out the back cover to the album 
with the track list on it and he put out like a list of the producers on the album right and to my knowledge i mean you're the j cole aficionado here um is this his first album that he didn't do all the beats well he's had people either collaborate or maybe have a few production credits like you know if i'm not mistaken but this seems to be the first one where it's, you know, there the majority of the production is outsourced. Right. So you know? my issue with J. Cole, by and large, on his albums is a lot of times that I wish he had more interesting sounding beats. Like, I don't think he's a bad producer, but I'd like to hear him switch it up a little bit. And a lot of times the beats come off feeling like a lot of the same. And I would have liked to hear you know, J. Cole working with the producers of the moment, with the classic producers of, of the past. We never really Weren't got you much telling of that. me uh, you wouldn't have minded a Cole and Primo? Yeah, J. So. Cole and, and our, our good friend, Mr. DJ Premier. Yeah, porn, sex, beats. You know? So, you know, um, when I saw that this was going to be produced by a bunch of different people, I saw Jake One, Timbaland, um, Tay Beast, Boy Wanda. Um, a few other people. Manish, hmm? Manish, yeah, Ma- Ma- Manesh, Manish, Manesh, Manish. He did. He did the uh, views intro. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I thought, ah, okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. And so far, that's what I'm talking about. I like the beats. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I was like, you know, maybe he sounds a bit reawakened because you know. Um, there is different production this time around. I mean, I was telling you on the phone, I like J. Cole as a producer, uh, probably more than most people. But what I'll say is I never think to myself, you know, what would be great? A J. Cole beat or like if J. Cole produced something like I would never go to him for a beat, but I've liked a ton of his beats, which is an odd thing to realize. But even something like Power Trip, which I think is. So that, that that might be a that might be a genius beat. Maybe my platonic <laughs> ideal of like <laughs> what a J. Cole song should sound like. Right. I think everything about it works. Mm-hmm. Um I think we're doing that album this season actually on the show. Oh uh, yeah, Born Center. Yeah. Um Wow. Spoiler. As far as as far as that song goes, terrific chorus. Miguel is great, but J. Cole adds to it. Like, his melodic contributions to that song are great. The rapping is good. He stays on, you know, he stays with the subject matter the whole way through. I think it's a well-produced record. But I almost think of the beat last when I'm thinking about all the things that I like about that song. It's not that he's a bad producer. But I think that oftentimes it's very middle of the road for me and i'd like, like to hear what he could do with other people you know he's not a bad producer i think he shines on his own stuff the best and like he doesn't have a sound that i would want to hear other people on it's like you know freaking uh high power like i don't think that's a great beat it's fine oh he did you that know? yeah um so okay. probably did some other ones but like yeah it's just like i I'm cool with Cole's. I like him as producer. I just never think to, you know, send him somewhere else. I feel like he gets the job done instead of being outstanding. 
a lot of times as a producer. You know, I mean, he definitely has beats that I'm like, yeah, this is great. And even with that, you know, I I don't I don't think about him as a producer. I think about him as a rapper. Why does he have to do so much? I mean, so much of his catalog is self-produced. Hey man, you know you 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 rapped once in your past life. You know how hard it is and to I, deal with and these I producers. Produced, but and you, you know what? Right. I I was a more prolific producer than rapper, and I didn't make beats to rap on. See, I, I did, and and I get it because it's like it's a lot of times where it's like, yo, you know, you can't you make it yourself, you know, nah, or you ain't trying nah. to pay, or it's, you got to yeah. get the whole. To me, if you're going to rap, you got to get the whole rapper experience. You got to dig through beats, you know. Oh, you I did. I got the rapper experience. It, it sucked. Why you think I'm doing this? Okay. Well, same here. I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying that was my approach. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm happy to hear that he's kind of backed away a little bit from that. And I was excited when I saw that there were a lot of producers involved in this. Usually a bunch of different producers on an album is not always the best sign. It's almost a sign that the album is going to lack some sort of cohesion perhaps, but I was looking forward to it this time around because I I would say this will be a different, like sort of viewing J Cole through a different prism. Now it's a, it's a bit of a, I wouldn't say it necessarily is bad news for an album, but like the smorgasbord thing could hit, it could miss. Same thing though with one producer. I mean, because if you like that producer and you like their sound, then you're probably going to like the album. But if you don't, then you're just going to be listening to an album where you're probably not going to get any relief, you know, through the whole duration. But yeah, this was a, this was a nice change of pace for him. Um, God, I hate to be a basic boy and say this, but I got to make a dag on a Dragon Ball Z reference real quick. It feels like a mystic J. Cole. It went, it's like he went and got his potential unlocked through working with these other people. And he's back and he's like re-energized and he's strong. You know, um, yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. He's talking about my assigned seat is the throne. You know, lines like that, you know. He's still, <laughs> think about Cole. And I've heard this from people and I've tested it out myself. Cole probably sounds at his best when you're in college or school. You know, he always has those themes in his music, but it's just like that sort of, you know, like I'm I'm grinding, like I'm trying to make something of myself. Well, what about and, the rest uh, of us? What what's left for the rest of us? <laughs> y'all just uh y'all just burn up as they uh as they say around well, here. Well, now he's now I think he's growing with his audience. You know, he's going to put out this album the fall off, you know, about becoming washed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I was looking forward to this. You know, I certainly uh, consider myself washed, so I'm looking forward to it. But um, yeah, yeah, I like it. Seven plus, you know, uh, that's about it. Six mm. for me, but it's not the beat's fault. Okay, well. This you, one's uh, squarely on uh, old Jay. Old Jay. Okay. Well, no, that's that's uh Sean Carter. No, that's young. This is, uh, <laughs> uh, I like that. That was good. That was that was slick. Moves is quick, y'all. You know, it's it's one of his many talents. Um. Yeah. You want to move on? Please. I'm drinking a brisk right now. Actually. Oh, why? 
I'm drinking a Listen, water. Listen, just because we pre- say I'm the brisk pace I'm just sponsored by Lipton doesn't mean we brisk. actually have now, to drink. It's water. I'm not really drinking oh, okay. brisk. Okay, right. That's what you're supposed to do. Never drink that. It's bad. All I'm right. Drink the water. Yeah. Uh, track three, My Wife. Uh, well, uh, My Wife is probably like a, a two minus, but this song, eight minus. Uh, I got to give this a six plus. Um, this is the first of two songs that I have this issue with. Um, in my notes, I wrote track opens up with some pretty dramatic soul sample. That's a bit low in the mix beat drops. Uh, uh, first, just some eight Oh eight. Then when J Cole says he's working at Squarespace, the hi hats, snares and kicks start coming in. J Cole back with that intro energy. Every mm-hmm. beat so far has had trap percussion, but I like them all. Wait. Spoke too soon? <laughs> they stole slash interpolated Feral Monch's hook for My Life by Styles P. I hate when Cole, quote, pays homage like this one. 21 Savage with the uncredited cameo. It's a bit in line with his lot verse. It's cool, but not an exceptional... 21 Savage guest feature. Yeah, there's a better version of this exact same chorus I could listen to. It's called My Life by Styles P. Close but no cigar. This is stolen property. He's done this before. I hate when he does it. It's the worst thing he does. Can we get a little bit of My Life by Styles P? Can you pull that up? Look at him. Look at him trying to bury J. Cole. He buried himself. I thought you were the defender. He buried himself. No, you're the offender. You won't just let him pay homage in peace. You won't let him enjoy rap. Why are you even doing a show if you don't want people to enjoy rap? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, You you know, you need money, just like me. (laughs) So let's see. Pharaoh. I I, I hate spelling Pharaoh. It's Styles P, bro. My life. Pharaoh Monch just sings the hook. All right, you said Pharaoh first. That's no, I said fault. his hook. He stole his hook yeah. from Styles P song, My Life. Is it My Life or The Life? My Life. What? All right. Okay. I think I found it here. I hope I found it here. Okay, here we go. Man, what is this? Oh, okay. My Life. My life is all I have. My rhymes, my pen, my pen. And I done made it through the struggle. Don't judge me. What you say now won't touch me. Cause where I come from, so often, people you grew up with are laying in a coffin. But I done made it through the pain and strife. It's my time now, my world, my life, my life. Come on, you know what? This actually, hold on, hold on. This helps Moray, who's singing the hook on the J. Cole song. Okay, so here's why. Say what? It helps him. It helps him. Here's why. So I introduce you to Moray because I heard the song Quicksand. I sent it to him. Quicksand. I like that. You heard it. You were like, yeah, it's cool. 
and I was like, I like this guy. I'm gonna be looking forward to uh, you know him putting out a project. He put out a project. I listened to it. The issue is he, as we've talked about off air, is a what you, what we consider to be a Mopane rapper. Okay, him, Rod Wave, YNW Melly, people of that nature, they fit into the Mopane mold. Now they said, Mel, you sound like a like a four chan incel. Are you trivializing the black man's pain? I said, first of all, and you ain't black. Second of all, I am black. And third of all, it's become a trope. So I think I'm allowed to be like, all right, yeah, your pain. We all got pain. It's fine to have pain. Just ex- you got you got to do more with the pain, you know. And sometimes that's just it. Like we're just presented with the pain, and that's it. So. He came on. I'm like, oh, Murray. What do they say to these kids? I love this for him. It's a hometown connection. They're both from Fayetteville. So I'm like, this is great. I was hoping that this would happen. You know, Cole's a solid guy. He heard about Murray. He put him on track. And he started singing. He was like, my pain. I'm like, oh, it's pain. But now that I've heard this, I'm like, oh, he's just singing the lyrics. But this Styles P song is like almost 20 years old, man. I mean, hey, you ain't my fault, you old. Okay, I'm young. I'm still out here. I'm moving. Moray does not do justice to it. He changes the melody. I think he sounds just fine. He sounds terrible, quite frankly. It's a different key. Why wouldn't he change the melody? Would you want him to sing out a key? Because he doesn't want to get sued. (sighs) He wasn't getting sued. You don't. You don't think Cole cleared this? Nah. All right. Well, listen. I'm gonna pull up the credit. I know I said I wasn't gonna do this, but I'm gonna pull up those blasted streaming services, and I'm gonna tell you right now if if uh, if uh, Styles P. And Pharaoh Monch are in the, the writer credit for this. I gotta okay. see. I gotta see it for myself with my own two eyes. Okay, let's see. My Thievery. wife show credits. Okay, it says performed by J. Cole, written by J. Cole, <laughs> produced by Jake One, J. Cole, and Wu Tin. Okay, so what? He didn't put him in the writer credit. Maybe Spotify's lacking. I don't think J. Cole is the kind no, of guy. He changed who- the key so he wouldn't get sued. I used to work for a uh, company that made music for oh, television. Oh, so, so you the ops is what you're saying. I used to work for a company that made music cues for television. And what oh, they would man. do is they would take popular songs and they would change the key and they would have like redone kind of bootleg versions of those instrumentals. <sighs> so they would avoid okay. having to pay royalties and getting sued. Well, but J. Cole's you know, paying homage, right? This is paying homage. You don't even give the guys a writing credit. First of all, Spotify can't I was be shocked. trusted. I'm shocked that you told me this is Moray because I like that Moray quicksand song that you sent me. I thought this was just generic R&B guy number 726. I mean, I just thought he pulled one of these guys out of the shed. because was like, I need you to do some the thievery shed? for me. Yeah, where they keep all the generic R&B guys. <laughs> um, well, listen, I thought it was just fine. And uh, you love I'm thievery. sorry that I wasn't you're, aware. You're, you love that... thievery. You historically love no, thievery. No, I don't. I historically have never loved thievery. This is not true. In fact, I'll tell y'all a story real quick. One time I was in the store with my dad and I picked up a Hallmark card because I like to read things in the store, you know? And I was, what was it, like eight, nine, seven, something like that. And I was, I read it and I was like, huh, okay. That was probably like a five plus. 
And then I kept holding on to it because we were walking around the store. I wasn't in the Hallmark aisle anymore. So we get to the, the front. He checks out. We leave. We get, get in the car. We're driving away. I look down in my hand. I realize I'm still holding the card. I guess no one noticed, me included. And I freaked out. I started crying because I thought I was a thief. Okay? And I told my dad, I'm like, yo, I stole the card. And he's like, it's all right. It's, it's, it's whatever. But I was, I, was, I was a mess, bro. So to say, to sit up well, here no, you don't on rap rankings, steal. No, you first don't listen to steal. our reviews and say that I no, want thievery. Want, because I, I'm not saying you're a thief. I'm not saying you like stealing. You don't want to get in I trouble. I like when other people steal. You love that. You love oh. when other people steal. And you love when the new steals from the old. Oh, it happened 20 years ago. Who cares? You just said more I didn't Ray. say who cares. You I didn't. Said I never Ray. said that. You just said more Never Ray said was that. A, You just said he was a mud pain rapper. He is a mud pain. No, he's so he's a mud pain now. I said he was a mud pain. Okay. He's a mud pain, and that was what disappointed me about the album. Because well, hearing Quick saying, "I'm like okay, I like this." Pain, I prefer T Pain personally. That's the kind of pain that I want. He's mud pain too. I, that's my preferred pain. I think T Pain. He's mud pain. Any other pains? Major pain is cool. Sure. Alan Payne is I. Um, Who? Alan Payne? No, Alan Payne, the actor. Who is, is that? that his name? Is Alan, Who's Payne? Alan, Alan Payne? Payne? Alan Payne. He kind of looks like uh, Childish Gambino. Oh, a little Alan bit. Payne? Who the fuck he is was Alan J- Payne? Jason's lyric. He was uh, he played Lance Rodman on the Cosby Show during his final two seasons. Apparently, uh, he was in Vampire in Brooklyn. He was Detective Justice. I'm so drawing a blank on this guy. CB4. Oh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black. And I'm black. That's him. Okay. That's Alan Payne. Okay. There we go. We figured it out. Yeah. I love CB4. And you ain't black. Yeah. Um, It's coming to Blu-ray next month. Oh, is it? Yep. Why don't you look at that? Uh, Well, hey, listen. uh, You love CB4. I love I CB4 and I love CBG. What up to our uh, our good friend CBG? Oh, CBG. Shout out to CBG. He might be listening right now. I think um, he is. He said he was uh, excited to hear this one. Okay. Well, listen. I I uh, A minus. I like Murray on here. I apologize. F J Cole did in fact not credit them according You're to right. Spotify. You're right. You're right. F J Cole. Exactly. F J Cole. <laughs> no F. J. Cole. Exactly. That's what I've been saying I, no, this whole time. No, stop it. Don't try to... F. Don't try to, J. Cole for this one. Oh. Uh, I disagree. This is uh, whatever 21 Savage. I think it's as good as, as any of his verses. The boys no, his like, verses are oh. usually like so entertaining. This is just no, I thought this one was very entertaining. Look, you know what? Here, here's the thing. I want to say this. I, I need to say this, actually. You know what? I'm about to say it. 21 Savage is one of the best rappers alive today. That is what I believe. Because Alive or Savage. actively putting out music, meaning like still has okay. a heartbeat. Okay, or... right. Great catch. What actively releasing about? music. Okay. Because there are plenty of great rappers still alive. Not to say he's no longer a great rapper by that, you know, broadening of the scope. But I'm saying, you know, like, I mean, mind, though, active like, Rakim rappers, is yes. still alive. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for helping me clarify. Okay. He's one of the best rappers actively participating in the rap game. Here's what he has, bro. He has humor. He has a unique presence. And he has a look. You know, it's a knife. You know, he's he's a star. I me. like 21 Savage. I, I know thought, you do. I thought I Am, I Was was maybe the best rap album of 2019. Wow. Maybe. And, and you know, I haven't gone back to it very much. But I really enjoyed it. 
Okay, Twenty One Savage. I visited it a few. I've weeks called ago. him the modern day king of the guest verse. You have called him that. That's this true. is not up to par with, say, his Bardier Cardi verse or his creeping through the window verse. Travis Scott, right? Come on, I, he comes bro, through the and man, he kills the, the songs. Said, the man said, you know, what do you say? I, I, it was the first listen. So I was writing as I was listening. He was talking about like, uh, I got a good heart. So I send a teddy bear when I make their mamas cry. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious to me. You know, there's a quote here. There's a, this is definitely a bar. I disrespect you respectfully. I love it. I love it. You know? It's, They're just not. These, this is he's. This is like a seven for a 21 Savage verse. And he usually I'll drops accept eights. that. I will accept he that. He usually drops I just eights thought, on his features. His features okay. are like where he sort of distills everything into its purest form. He's one of the greatest. If you play those fantasy sports games, like the value you will get from a 21 Savage addition to your lineup is great okay he's putting up consistently like, i was upset mel i thought jake Cole rapped well on the song i liked the beat i thought 21 savage did well as well i do not like this chorus and the fact that it's it's not even just thievery but it's a butchering is just it doesn't sit well with me <sighs> well get up <laughs> Start standing. All right. Stop I can't. Sitting. I'm doing this fucking first listen shit. Oh, that's right. Okay. My bad. Well, I ain't got nothing else left to say. It's A minus for me. I like Not everyone what? on here. And, uh, and by the way, why is it the same title as the Styles P song? Because he's not trying to hide it. You know? No, he is because he didn't no, credit that. No, that's Spotify. I'm saying I, they could have made a mistake, bro. You know? It just released. Spot- you can't trust Spotify anyway. I'm not a member of that of that coalition, but I don't know. I don't like what's happening here, and I never like when he does this. I don't like when he does it with Outkast or Tribe or anyone. Just stop doing this shit. Oh, man. Too um, much. You're not game. <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, stop remaking songs. You're not fucking Harry Fraud. Like, w- what are you doing? Cut it out. I, I appreciate the part about I can't be out here mopping up Wendy's. Not that there's anything wrong with mopping up Wendy's, but I'm just saying. I would mop know, up Wendy's. I, I like I like I some stuff at Wendy's. Wendy's. No. I would work there one day a week. I would eat at Wendy's. I would work I there one day a week no, for free food. One day a week. One day a week. <laughs> you have no respect for the working class. That is your false. Problem. I am the working class. I deliver food. All right. Okay. Well, what that's I'm saying what, is no, that's that I've tried to class. work jobs where, like, I'm not mobile like that, and I'll have panic attacks. You know me. I was working at Academy for one week, and it killed me. If you okay? don't have a job where someone's asking you to get something out of the freezer for them, then you ain't got a job. What kind of logic is that? I, I heard it at school. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. Let's just do um, the next song, all right? Let's, do let's the get next back song. to business. Yeah, John Moran, I'm on listen. my Grizzly. Here we go. All right. John Moran, we're on our first, first listen Grizzly. Let's go. Let's go. Track four, Applying Pressure. Okay. Well, uh, seven plus. Mules and Mel connect, seven plus. Oh, would you look at that? Okay. After a brief spat, Mules and Mel back on the same page. Here we we're go. Back on I, the same page. It's not our fault. Fa- listen, I, I blame Moray on the last one, and I blame J. Cole on Amari. But we're back to business here. Uh, finally, the drum programming has switched up. Um, this is I wrote it's hip hop, 
Yeah, I, I wrote, my God, the Boom Bat Man is in the building. The God. first non-trap percussion beat thus far. Cole Spittin', this is what I like. LMAO at David East. J. Cole, a Jesse Fairfax fan? Cole <laughs> calls himself a wavy Hideo Kojima. Some of these bars are that? hard. Yes. I uh, See, I didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, some of these bars are hard, not going to lie. This is an oh, awesome yeah. J. Cole album cut. Exactly what I want to hear from him. Good energy and tone from Cole. Very wow. few, if any, clunky bars, and the beat is scratching that itch. Seven plus. How Would you say he successfully applied pressure? He applied the fucking pressure for sure. It's um, kind of in line with the outro from the last album, which I liked a lot. At 1985, I arrived. See, this is this is why you, you this is paying homage in a good way. Okay, all right. Well, it's, listen, a rig- it's an original a- record in the spirit of an old school record, <clears throat> right? Which I agree. That's the way to do it if you're going to do it. You know, stop rapping on the beats and doing the same choruses. Come on, man. We lived through this already. This man does a show called Rap Rankings and says, "Stop rapping on the beats." And doing the choruses. <laughs> uh, beat tape rankings coming soon. <laughs> well, we already, if we were to do that, we already know what's number one. We know. Big donuts. <laughs> what do you got to say about this one? Are you ready? Are you ready for this hip hop? I am. I tell you, uh, listen, he was touching my soul. That struggle. I love when, when Cole gets on one of the one of the hallmarks of Cole is making you uh, feel that 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 he makes great rap to struggle to. You know, he was like, that was me in 08 seeing no cake. I'm like, yeah, that was me, too. In 08. What was I doing? I was definitely seeing no cake, maybe snack cakes, frosted fudge cakes. But it was a rough year. I was 15. You know, I was seeing no cake. Uh, Mo M's in the real Slim Shady video. That was that was cool. Uh, listen, here's a line, bro. Okay. The, the, uh, what do I call him? The, 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 the Twitter, the Twitter communists, the Twitter socialists, they gonna hate that line about if you broke and clowned in a millionaire, the joke is on you. They not gonna like that. But here's the thing, folks. He gets it. Cole gets it. Relax, comrade. Cause you can't, he says the very next line, he acknowledges like you can't get to that sort of stature without moving foul. He knows America's a sham. He this gets joke it. might just be for Hakatir and Cam is like, but Which joke? you said comrade. All right, listen, Conrad Thompson gets into the leftist podcast game and becomes comrade Thompson. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was for two people, <laughs> two people. <coughs> wow. They're going to be mad at that. You know, he's sending the NBA the pockets. It was empty. a classic joke. No, 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 not your joke. I think they'll laugh at your joke. They'll be mad at J. Cole's joke, you know, about, you know, clowning millionaires. And the joke is on you, you know, because they love dunking on millionaires and billionaires. Let me tell you what about this dunking on people. Y'all can't dunk. First of all, y'all, y'all would get like, you know, a, Stop dunking on people, first of all. And this is not a defense of millionaires and billionaires. I'm right, saying all y'all want to do is boot dunk liquor, on people. Boot liquor no, no, don't, boot, don't bootlick me, okay? This is this is about dunking, all right? Y'all, you 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 were you were you were uh leftist white woman that's like, I don't know, probably like five to five right two. Now? I don't know. This is a character in my head. You like five two, you can't jump two feet off the ground, okay? And you talk about dunking on people. You a white dude who probably said nigger when you were like 12, okay? 
and now you feel ashamed. You, you, I'm not buying it. Okay, stop Wait, trying what, to dunk on what people. What rap writer are you talking about right now, Mel? <laughs> See, but the fact that you said that, you know what's going on. Okay, y'all, y'all think you these weak dunks? Okay, you barely grazing the rim. All right. All and this is my say, this is my dog. You know he's my dog. But these are Steph say, Curry dunks. Okay. All I gotta say is this. Okay. On on that subject, on the, for that matter. Okay. What's is that? that say what you want about the man? Say what you want about his music. Oh oh, hold on. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But Troy Ave is a real one for slapping the shit out of Drew Malone. <laughs> I said it. I'm no, don't fade it. out, Kevin Gates. We need that. No, we need that. Hey, hey, hey. I yeah, said it. Form, I meant yeah. it. All right, wow. he was okay. listen. Troy Ave is the realest ever. At least the day he smacked the shit out of Drew Millard. Look, I don't know that Drew Millard. I don't know that man. Okay, he's, but he's, he's, look. Okay, <laughs> talk to me, Pop. That's what he said. Oh man, listen. Okay, um, yo man, no, you and yo you my said... man, you got me stressed out, man. Oh, <laughs> let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I guess that's what uh, that's what uh, Troy Ave ran up on him and said. You know. Uh, and before assaulting him, he said this. What's up, man? Yo, man, talk to me, my man. What's going on out here, bro? Everyone's stressing me out. You know, and then he and then he punched him. <laughs> and then that was that. And they tried to keep it under wraps, but people gossip in that. Industry. The best day, the one of the best days in hip hop history. Hip hop took all right, look the all streets. Right. No, listen, the streets took back some credibility that day. Okay, because from we the were, white journalists. That's right. You know, the streets had to take back some credibility that day. And it was a monumental day. It was honestly the day that that whole that whole movement got punched in the face. You know, actually, I know what day that was, but this is not. okay. this This is is not. We don't know. But we don't. We we watched him from the outside. That's why we talk about when Troy Ave. And we didn't want to be on the inside, to be clear. (laughs) You know, this is he this said, is part of why I left because I'm like, this is who's running this. I I I don't like these he people. Said, Yo, I mean, my man, talk to me, man. Yeah, man. Look, um, you said something. It reminded me when we just did the Drake episode. I was trying to remember the song I had heard out in town, and I was like, this is one of those uh like convenience stuff. It was say what you need to say, say what you need to say. John Mayer. Who's that song? Is that yeah, John Mayer? John Mayer. Say what you need to say. You say know? what you need to say. What do you need to say? You know, I, who, I don't even know what he needs to say. You know, I think I think belief by John Mayer is better, but this is not John Mayer rankings. Anyway, um, listen, is J. Don't Cole attack, the John Mayer of rap? Haven't heard enough John Mayer to comment on that. Folks, call in 718-635-0743. Is J. Cole the John Mayer of hip hop? That's a real number, by the way. That's our hotline, folks. Call in, leave a message. We found out you can text, too, which is is great. Saves you time, you know? Text, yes or no. We'll know, (laughs) you know? Uh, Actually, no, I'm going to be a teacher. Show your work. Yes or no and why, (laughs) okay? Um, Yeah, but listen, the the, the Twitter people, they're going to hate that line. Just relax, though. Relax. Don't don't do this again. Listen, this is hip-hop, baby. What about Slick Rick, you know? What about him? What, he wore the, all the jewels, you know. Yeah, but that he was a different people, time. He called people peasants. It's it's, it's as you said in the past. That was back when capitalism was good. Now it's, it's out of control. Entertainment, bro. That's all. It oh, is. I know you ain't got to tell me. It's you entertainment, know? okay? It's for show entertainment. 
Um, they said, Mel, are you a capitalist? I said, no. They said, Mel, are you a socialist? Who, I said, who no. Who identify? Said, Mel, are you one of those centrists? I said, no. I'm not First a First of all, who would I don't identify do as a capitalist? Hello, I am a capitalist. That's right. That's a good, that's a good point. Look, we're gonna we're gonna turn into one of them political podcasts. No, we're saving that, Comrade Thompson. We're all gonna get we're all gonna get in on the on the grift. Trust me. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, he's talking. He's talking that good talk. He's energized. It's like you said. It's like track one. Uh, that energy's back, and I love his uh his talking at the end. Just the the, the riffing and ranting and banter. Talking about bitch, what's the difference? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna get that drop. Uh. You know, I might have to get that drop for you for the daggone track three in my life. Okay. This is the difference. All right. Yeah. Difference between good and bad in terms of songs oh. named my life. Since you're deciding to bring that up again, I thought we moved on. The best song named my life is by Billy Joel. The second best song named my life is by Styles P. The third best song named my life is by Melvin Birch. The fourth wow. best song Thank named you. my life is not by J. Cole. Uh, it's by The Game and Lil Wayne. Uh, the the fifth best my, my life has got to not be this one. Th- this might be like the 10th. Maybe or, Mary J. Blige? Oh, just put that over the Lil, the Lil Wayne and Game one at least. And maybe even wow. Melvin Birch. I, I respect that. I'm, yeah, I ain't so in this that This one's game not even one. a top five my life. Hey, guys, stop calling songs my life. <laughs> wow. Uh, so many songs. The opposite my of life. "Get a Life." It's it's I guess like Lil Wayne's got a song called "Get a Life." Oh yeah, on our Rebirth, right? On uh, Rebirth, it's great. All right. Well, uh, this is this is the rebirth of J Cole so far. I would say uh, I ain't got nothing else to say about track four. All right. Uh, well, let's go to track five. Track five. Well, look, the before clock. we go to track five, let's just not forget when Troy is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to this guy. <laughs> Jesus, man. Did he punch him or did he smack him? I th- I think he punched him. Oh, listen, that's even better. Listen, that's even better. Okay. Yeah. Bow. <laughs> Bow. He. <laughs> All right. What's next? All right. Uh, track five. Punching the clock. Oh shit! Punching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, we're we're back. Look at this synergy. You know. Am uh, I Hawaiian? Because we're punching all all over the place. Oh God. That. <laughs> You know what? I need a groan soundbite. That's what we need. Ugh. You know, punch Hawaiian Punch clock. not good. By the way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Hawaiian Punch a four. It's the brisk iced tea of fucking juices for so sure. Thick. It What's sucks. the word? Viscous? It's viscous. Yeah. It just. It, That's oh. what Jr. used to say the, when the when uh, the blood with Gangrel and the Brood would do the blood. That, they they would never say blood. They say that, that that viscous that viscous fluid. <laughs> well, would you look at that viscous fluid coming down the face of Gangrel? You know, uh, listen, it's, this is a, this ain't this ain't a beverage rankings, but it's a four. Um, this has been discussed. I've seen it before. Luckily, I think people know this. But punching the clock, appropriately titled six plus. Wow, disagree. Flat seven. Ding me, baby. The coal man is back. The coal miner is here. Uh, <sighs> My notes, another short joint, 1 minute 53 seconds. This beat sounds like a cross between the RZA and Organized Noise. I can dig it. It's like the last joint, Cole, right in that lane that I enjoy. Some storytelling from Cole on here. It's a nice, quick, short, sweet record. Uh, I overall enjoy this song. This is another example of you can pay 
homage, homage, whatever, to the legends and not directly bite shit from them. You just make shit in the spirit of what they made. I like this one, Mel. You don't like the storytelling on here? <sighs> There's better storytelling later, actually. Uh, I think three tracks later. Uh, it's three tracks later? Actually, no, no, maybe maybe there isn't. Disregard. Uh, but this one, yeah, he's punching the clock, man. He's just like, it feels like he's just, uh, you know, another day going through the motions, going to work. It's See, like, right. hip hop. That's this is a hip hop. Nah, look, the beat wasn't doing as much for me. Uh, it felt like it slowed down the momentum of the album, it just kind of passed by me. You know, maybe I got to listen. It's the first listen. And the thing about these first listens, too, is, you know, Usually I don't go out in the car to do this because I want to, I have to be, you know, in front of something to take notes. So I only heard this in headphones. Maybe it'll be, maybe all this will be different when I get to the car, you know? So it's a six plus it's right there. It's just, I mean, we listened to KOD, his last album. We listened to it together over Skype when it came out. And uh-huh. I recall you not liking very much of it at all. Yeah. Initially I wasn't in love with it and it, and it went up considerably throughout the months to where I think it's an underrated J Cole album. I think people, you know, didn't appreciate not. I know the whole thing was like, they didn't like the, Oh, he's, he's preaching. He's beating us over the head, you know, kids on drugs. I like, no, no, it's I don't look at it like that. I appreciate the emotionality of it. I wasn't Uh, a big fan of it, but I love that outro. Outro is good. I like that. I play that. Brackets is one of my favorite J Cole songs. Count it. So count it up, count it up. What's that count one? It, count it, that count it. Count it. I like that. I think I like it though because the video tricked me. He's on the roller. Oh, coaster. the video is great. That was a throwback to that's, that's one you, of my that's one of my favorite modern day music videos. Actually, yeah, it kind of sold me on the record because at first I only liked the outro of that album. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, who knows? It could change. I haven't listened to the album in full since it came out. Brackets is great. Once an Attic is great. Friends is great. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, there's another one. There's a lot of, oh, it was great. I like the album, but uh, this one is a six plus. Six plus. I ain't got really much else to say. It was the first listen, you know? It just felt okay. like, It's yeah, punching the punching clock. The it's, clock. it's less than two minutes. Right. So, we can move it along. Uh, track six, 100 mil. Um... I was on the, I was on the, 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 the uh, what is it? The, 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 the seven the minus. Yeah, the fence. Okay. There we go. That, that, uh, that's six yeah. minus for me. Oh, wow. What was uh, with these sound bites fading out? No, we need the full buzz. There we go. Yeah. Um, you know what this <sighs> reminded me of? What's that? That, like, love me. Love. Uh. <laughs> love me. It's very damaged. This is this is J. Cole on his damn shit. He's trying to get a little bit of that damn money. I could see that. I could see that. Um, I wrote another soul sample is low in the mix to open up, not unlike my life. He's starting off by sing rapping like he does on Amari. There's a bunch of referee whistles in the beat. Trap percussion is back. I think he's rapping a little more on here than Amari, but it's almost too, like... Damish, you know, I was just saying like the Kendrick-ish. <laughs> like I just, I've, I'm feeling major, like this doesn't belong on this album vibes from it. Um, he's talking about how come this redacted ain't enter his prime, 100 mil and he's still on his grind. I just, I don't, 
I don't care about the subject matter. Okay, I respect that. Speaking of the subject matter, though, one line definitely stood out to me. It was the uh, Michael B. Jordan line. And it's not because I thought it was a good line. I've been already seeing some people on Twitter quote, like quoting that line in particular. Well, I know why they might be doing it. So there was a Drake week recently, uh, Lucky Lefty. And he says this. Housewives is outside the booth because they can't be in. Oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah, I'm the fanciest. They said summer was canceled, but I got plans and shit. Where my advances is. Ladies, it's June, July. Where all the cancers is. Show me your hands and shit. Even if you ain't in cancer, throw up your hands to this. Because most of y'all cancerous. Michael B. Jordan call you right now. You answering. Even if you got a man that love you, you scandalous. You gonna take the chance and shit. So he said that in that song. J. Cole says this almost as if he heard it first and it's a direct response because he says something to the effect of like, oh, if Michael B. Jordan called my bitch, she ain't going to answer or something. Right. Like she's going to keep it locked down. So I'm like, is this a Drake diss? Is, is, a rapper is it just playful competition? Is rapper's leaks considered like almost like vanity searching in a way? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, what I think there are two things that could have happened here. Either he heard the leak and he's just doing playful competition because they're friends. They were in the uh, we're in the ghosty no Casper. Remember when they were uh, was that video short clip of him and Drake riding around like a couple years ago? You know, um, I, I just for some reason, I can't remember a short video clip of Drake and J. Cole riding <laughs> around talking about we're ghosty in a Casper. Um, it must have well, just slipped be, by It me. was just Drake and he looked like he might have been a little blim. And Cole was kind of like the embarrassed like teen, and like was, Drake was, was a Cole dad the uh, the designated driver. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's uh they were they were in the car. Here it is. Wait, is is this it? I don't know. Is it? Hey. <laughs> Hey, oh, man. Who would have thunk it, man? Yeah, man. Huh? <laughs> in, the, in the ghosty, man. No Casper, man. <laughs> no Casper. Yeah, so they were just in a car together hanging out. Drake, so they I, are, I like, know. they're cool I, as far I as I know. about Drake. He gets too blem for his own good. I've been, you know what I saw on that daggone Kanye to the, and you can vouch for me. I've been floating this idea for years. I saw the other night they were like, is Drake an alcoholic? Haven't I been saying this <laughs> for like months, I, I maybe years saying, now? I, I preed the ting, okay? You preed it, right? He's always with a spritzer or something. You know, I'm worried about him. You know? He, this is the same man he told us uh, never get sloppy drunk, but alcohol is problem solving. Well, at the time I believed you. Now, I'm, now I don't know, man. Now I don't know. I think you're in denial. I, I'm, I'm serious. They think I'm being funny. No, it's not funny. I'm, I'm I don't worried. want him to now, be I'm, addicted I'm to the spritzers. Now. I knew, I knew that he, you know, he might have a little bit of a problem with alcohol, but. You know, I've always felt like, whatever, it's not really for me to speculate on. It's not. Like, I'm not concerned myself with another man's drinking habits. I don't even drink. Well, this is what worries me, though. This new thing with him and the candles. I'm worried he's going to get drunk. The candle's burning. Like, the whole <laughs> compound's going to burn down. I'm very nervous the embassy. about this. Better world. It's just, like, it's going to be so ironic if something like that happens. I just, I worry about the inclusion of candles into uh, his life. Forty shows up, Drake's on the lawn, like sobbing. It's you know, the, 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 it's like just smoke and ashes. The firefighter is like, "Yo, Drake, what happened?" And he's like, 
yo, 40, I just, I went to sleep and, and the whole thing just burnt down, bro. It's just, I don't know, man. I was, I was, I was a little, I was a little too blim. He's like, Drake, blim? You burnt your house down. He's like, I, I know. I, I just, it's just, it's hard, you know? It's hard being on top of the game. He had you know? all He's gonna four burn of the Better World fragrance candles burning. One of them tips over or something. He looks 40 dead in the eye. I know which one did it. It's like, what? It's like, which candle? It was the Carby Musk. <laughs> you know? Like, it's it's just... Yeah, look. Please be okay, Drake. I'm serious. Don't... You know? I... I, I I always say this because it seems like every time I see you now in public, you've got a drink. That's the only reason I say this. Hey, so, even if he did, it's none of my business, but the candle stuff worries me big time. You know? I want one of the candles. They're too expensive, though. I'm a big candle, man, but I just I can't drop $80. I'm broke. I'm a broke boy. $80? It's like $80, bro. For a candle? Yeah. You know? No, Carby I don't Musk, know. Sweeter Tings. There's a, and it's like, I forgot the other ones. Um, no, candles are like 4 to $12. Uh, the ones I buy are usually like 12 to like 25 I Oh, get look at like, this guy, 12 to 25 Yeah, you know. Look at Listen, this guy, he claims he's part of the working class. Buying, <laughs> he's got eyes on $80 candles, he's buying 12 to $25 candles. Meanwhile, the captain, you know, 4 to 12 Listen, okay, I don't think hold on. I'm gonna do something for them, you know. They can't smell gonna, what you're what you're cooking over. No, they're not gonna smell it, but they finna hear it. This is like the Wayne Lighter flick. Check this out. You hear that crackle? No. Okay. Nah, you yeah. you hear that, right? Yeah, I heard a little crack. A little, a little crack. That's that that's that wood. You wick. know what that was? That was Troy Wood <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know if J Cole is is a ma- I, knowing Cole and him and Drake's relationship is probably just playful competition. But it's weird. Um, it's like you're listening, to or maybe niece. Drake is bit him. I don't know. Maybe he heard this. He played it for Drake, and Drake bit him. I don't uh, know. Nah, it's more likely that the song that was available that you heard. It's weird though. It's like you're looking at my leaks. Like it's like. It's like going like it's weird. It's like why are you checking out my leaks, bro? You know, like that's not cool, right? <laughs> like I, I mean, in that case, he's like, "Yo, Cole, I could have just sent it to you." It's like, yeah, no, man, but you know, it's just who knows? Who knows what happened? Um, but yeah, seven minus. I mean, it could drop. It's contemporary flows over a contemporary beat. Not feeling um, that. I wouldn't right argue here. that he's talking about putting Ville on the map. Definitely not debatable as far as I'm concerned. Definitely. It, that's all him. The first time I ever heard of Fayetteville, North Carolina, was because of J. Cole. You don't know so, about Joe Fayetteville? Stop it. There is no Joe Fayetteville. Okay. He's a local legend. <laughs> okay. So 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 much of a legend they named the city after him. Right? Okay. I'm actually typed this in because you never know what this is. <laughs> Fayette, Joe Fayetteville. Um, okay, yeah, no, he's lying, folks. All right. Now, now, that's out. all I got to say. I've been found out, I must say. Uh, what's next? Uh, track seven, Pride is the Devil. Didn't I tell you when we were looking at the track list, I was like, I got a feeling I'm not going to like this one. Well, I was right. Six plus. 
Wow. I do like this one. Uh, flat seven. It could go up. And if it does, it's because I like this beat a lot. Yeah. I wrote interesting beat. Uh, has the Spanish guitar and yeah, sound. It sounds like a, you know, a Mel's like scenario. Sounds like me getting a rare B minus in Spanish three. That, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. This one, this one kind of calls back to the sound of Omari, but the drum programming is different. Um, feels Drake-ish, speaking of Drake. Um, I think I actually dig this one I wrote. Need more time with it, but yeah. This is the one melodic turn from Cole so far that I've enjoyed, and I feel like he pulled it off. Who's this guy rapping at the end? Little Baby? Yeah. Oh, is it? I didn't know either until I, I knew it was him for sure. This is I how you know that him. I don't listen to the new rap. I'm not that old. I'm 28, folks. So like you know, it's like I'm kind of, I'm kind of. It's past, this, it feels like I, it has this guy's kind of past. This guy's. I have a bit of a blind spot for this guy. I haven't really. I've heard more than ten little baby songs, but the thing is, like, I wasn't sure. I can't. I don't know his voice that well to pin him down. But I was, I was like 90 percent sure it was him. And then he said the bigger picture. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's him. That's definitely him. What I'll yeah, say about it um, is that I think his performance matched the song well. Yes. Like, I matched agree. the beat and the style of the record that J. Cole was going for here. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it. You know, I, I really didn't have a lot of time to catch all the things Cole was saying, but he was saying a lot about, like, pride is this, pride is that. And and I was right. I was right in predicting that's what it was going to be about. Here's the thing, folks. All right. First off, I don't have pride. Okay. And, and look, I know what you're thinking. Everybody has pride. I'm not saying I'm devoid of it, but the, the pride in which the, that Cole's referring to and that most people, I don't have that. Ask Mules, I'm shameless. Okay. And I, you know, I ain't even going to keep talking because I know y'all ain't going to believe me. But here's the thing what he's talking about, it's true. I do see examples of how pride can be someone's downfall in the world and life all the time. It definitely exists. But that's the thing. I don't debate the sentiment, I don't need a song about it. We discuss this all the time on the show. Like, I don't need this song. Sure, I don't need luckily, to be told because, that. Because of the beat and because of, like, his cadence and sort of the melody that he took, like, that sort of melodic approach that's taken here, the lyrics are secondary to me. They seem like they're going for a little, you know, some sort of concept about the definition, different definitions of pride. But I wasn't really focusing too much on the lyrics. I was really enjoying the music here. So you were enjoying the vibes. Sure. Okay. Flat well, seven. I agree. You say it like you need more time. I definitely need more time with it. You know, this um, one immediately, like by the time I heard it, I was like, all right, there's something a little different about this production, but I don't want to just give it a seven because I like the beat. I need something to work for me here. And like you, I was a little worried about the, you know, concept of this record, but that was all secondary to his delivery. So I liked his you know, delivery here. You know what I'm going to say? And, and, you know, shameless plug. Um, the better pride centric song to me. They're going to say Kendrick. No, I don't like that album. Check out the review we did. I don't like that. Uh, my, my main man, King LJ, he's got a song called pride that I think is pretty good. They said, Mel, are you, are you showing your friends on the show? I said, no, he's been on the show. Okay. And I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Okay? You know, check out Pride by King LJ. This is a better song about Pride. And hey, if you like that, check out his newest project, Some Raps 2, produced by yours truly. 
Ah, is he one of your new producers? Yours truly? Uh, no, me, Mel Moose. Uh, I, I sent LJ some old beats that I had lying around that I was kind of upset no one ever got on. And I thought, hey. From back in what... your days as a producer. Yeah. So this is not a long con. I'm not actively. You always have to remind them this is not a long con. We don't want to be in the music industry as artists anymore. I was just helping yeah. out a friend. That's all. You know, he he had an open call on Facebook for beats. I said, hey, why don't I send him all the good stuff that I have that no one ever rapped on? Right. You know, that's and some raps he, one. He was rapping on some of my old beats. Yeah. You know? So check those out. Some raps one and two. To be clear, I think some raps too as better production. I prefer your beats to my beats because, you know, I uh, I don't think I was a great producer. I would go like, you know, I would say probably somewhere between five to ten percent of my beats were good. Wow. But anyway. Um Yeah, uh Lil Baby actually uh said something that stood out to me. I think I said this on the last first listen review, the Jack Harwell, because he was on that face in my city. As a solo artist, I seem to not care for him, but I have to admit, like, I've enjoyed him on like every feature he's done. Like he is a good people so always just, say, oh, you baby like can rap. You know, small, right? In smaller doses, basically. Right. I don't want whole songs from him, but yes, I acknowledge that baby can rap because apparently that's all you need to know how to do. I've, these I've yet to rap. form an opinion on this guy. Uh, I have no interest thus far in doing so. So you're a five. He's a five to you. Yeah, I feel no ways about him. I'm. I don't have any disdain for him, and I don't like think I've heard enough of him to say that I'm a fan. Uh, I would say he's like a six plus for me. I've I I mean I heard his big song last year, the bigger picture, but I never heard the album it came off of. I heard the entire drip, what was it, drip harder, with him and Gunna. Yeah, I couldn't make it through that. That was wasn't a for rough me. project for me. So after that, I was kind of just like not really checking for dude, but he's been all right on the features I've heard him on. I've heard him be great on features, but he you know he he's he's on- floating around like a five to a six for me. Yeah, he's a, he's a six plus for me as a as a as an artist, and I've heard features from him that go like, you know, seven plus maybe eight minus territory. Uh, this is like probably a seven plus. I mean, he says the, the line that stood out. You know, it's not a crazy line. He's I'm addicted to promethazine. It's crazy, and I know it. But uh, not to be a white journalist and you know overanalyze it and talk about you know the the gripping honesty and vulnerability of baby like. No, I'm just saying it stood out to me because it was just like it happened so quick. It was like, yo, I think, you you know, I mean, I don't think he would say it if he wasn't, you know, experiencing it be a weird thing to fabricate. But I was like, wow, that was pretty revealing, you know, and I, I got sad because I'm like, man, look, I'm addicted to stuff, too. I'm addicted to, to Red Bull. I'm addicted to Rab, this show. You know, I'm addicted to Smut. You know, everybody knows about me. Um, but six plus. For the song, could go up. Definitely could go up. I need more time with it. So that's all I got. Let me move on. Sure. Track eight, Let Go My Hand. Uh, Let me tell you, for me, it's a seven plus. Wow. the re- Maybe another, the mules might be the real J. Cole man situation. Flat <laughs> okay. eight. Wow. Well, you know, I originally gave this an eight minus and then I downgraded it because I was looking at my previous ratings and I'm like, you know, this could go back up to an eight on repeat listens. 
Okay. But, you know, I was just trying to compare within the stuff I'd given eight so far on the album. I like, I, I like, like this beat a lot. Uh, we're back in my bag beat wise. Um, I like the sax that's in there. Um, I think this is at this point I can say is the best produced J Cole album I've ever heard. Okay. Um, on this record, Cole's musings on being a dad, his career, his life are poignant and they hit me in the heart. This might be one of Cole's best songs. I'm majorly feeling this one. Gets a bit meandery in the last minute or so, but I feel confident in this eight. I think that's, that's part of note. why I downgraded it too. Yeah, it gets a little uh, loopy and noodly at the end. I think that's, is that James Fauntleroy singing maybe? It's it's Fauntleroy-ish. Okay. Um it's not yeah. even bad. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, why is this? Why is this happening right now? Right. Doesn't fit necessarily with the rest of the record, but yeah. I didn't. I wasn't. He talked about Diddy. I guess he got into a fight with Diddy or something. I wasn't able to catch. I, so here's all. the thing. I didn't know. Maybe I knew about that and forgot. But yeah, I guess that's something that happened. Yeah. Um. um I'm not really like into the gossip stuff more so than like. He's talking about his son saying, you know, this is where the title of the song came from, like, oh, my hand. He's talking about his son getting older and stuff like that. And uh, it's nice. You know, I like what he was saying on here. Like, I felt like this is a really emotional record for him. So, yeah, this would be for me personally, my highlight of the album. Um. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's uh for me, it's like it reminds me of the music. I, I'm a fan of the music as well. I feel like I'm walking down the block in San Diego. It's like 68 degrees. I'm loving this beat. Um, like 45 seconds in, like I checked the clock because I'm like, yeah, I'm already on board with this. Like this is that male music. You know, I'm loving, I'm loving the introspection. I'm loving, like you said, him talking about his son and you know things he's learned in his career and in life. You know, this is this is my kind of rap. You know, um. It's just, uh, yeah, obviously the puff thing. So I got like a, a screenshot here. Uh, it's like from Complex, like I don't know, but some article, I don't know when. It's a table with Rihanna next to Hove and Bay watching Drake rap All Me Live and seeing Cole get thrown out for fighting Diddy. Last night was real. Multiple sources familiar with the situation told Complex it went down like this. One, Diddy was visibly intoxicated. Two, he tried to confront Kendrick over the King of New York claim in his control freestyle. Three, Diddy allegedly attempted to pour a drink on Kendrick and J. Cole intervened. Four, the two started arguing and Cole allegedly put his hands on Diddy, which then led to problems between their respective crews. Five, after a brief scuffle, both crews separated. Wow. So Jay Cole was coming to Kendrick's defense because Puff was drunk and was way too sensitive about that. I'm the king of New York line. Another another reason why Jay Cole is fake when he does his paying homage stuff, because then he's putting his hands on legends. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Puff was out of line, all right? No, no, he's not. Kendrick was out of line because he Kendrick was set tripping. Oh, please. Come on. That the whole fuss about that line was always overblown to me. It was just like a throwaway line to me. You're and not everyone from took New York, so... bro. That's that's fake. You're not from New York. No. Uh, 
I don't think it was a legitimate. No, what was happening? I, th- I looked happening at was, it as like, yo, Kendrick I'm just I'm getting, the best. No, Kendrick nationwide. was getting like, I'm, by, I'm the king of everywhere. No, Kendrick was getting G checked by an OG, and J Cole tried to intervene because he has no idea about the rules and what's going on here, and put his hands on a on a man. He attacked a member potentially of the LGBT community. Okay, so yo, relax. I'm thinking Jay. that this is absurd and disgusting as far as I'm concerned. Apparently all this took place during an all me performance. So that's just like, wait, all me by Drake to yeah, He was performing that we just song. reviewed on our nothing was the same review. Yes. <laughs> oh, I see. That's, so uh, J Cole was like, he was thinking he's probably hyped me. off, uh, hyped up on that. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know, he was just, I don't know. Listen, there, there's a, what's funny is Puff would end up, I guess, getting in a scuffle with Drake, you know, well, some he, years later. he hurt Drake. He hurt him. Yeah. He put him in the hospital. What? Where you, no. <laughs> Where did you hear that? I'm not even being an Aubrey's angel right now. This did not happen. This is what happened. Drake walked like Drake ran up on him and confronted him about something. And did he completely laid him out? This is not how it 15 happened. people needed to carry Drake out on like over there. <laughs> this is so not how it happened. And like, he was like almost like crowd surfing on all the people who've taken him out. <laughs> you can't come at the left. I don't care if you don't like Diddy, you have no place to be attacking someone who's responsible for some of the greatest moments. I never saw him like, Diddy. I don't even think Cole didn't like Diddy. He just saw Diddy was out of line. Oh, so he now probably, no one called. He probably you? just stepped in, like, yo, you, yo, yo, man, what what's going the, on? The, what are you the What are you the fucking enforcer of rap now? You get to do, like. I'm, I'm just gonna... saying, Puff on, was man. probably turning up on Cole's friend Kendrick, and he saw it, and he's like, "Yo, what's going on over and here?" And what he should have done was minded his own business instead of intervening in another conflict between two people. Nah, then he would have been like Bishop and Juice. Like, you know, when when uh Q was like getting getting, you know, they had the knife pressed up to his nose and like he saw Bishop. No, no, Bishop had the knife pressed up pressed up to his nose, and Q saw him, and you saw Bishop, they made eye contact, like, yo, my boy Q, he's gonna save me. And Q acted like he didn't see him. He hit him with the Will Smith meme. It's different. You know? It's different. It's rules nah. to this shit. Nah. Come on, man. Uh I respect the move. And I also what? respect Puff. So I don't know, I don't know what the problem is, you know. Um, well, you're Kenny's angel then. Anyway, uh, yeah, the bar is talking about I, you know, you know, you know. Now I know too much. Ignorance is bliss. Ain't that the truth? I've said it on the show before. It's a phrase I used to not like because you know I don't I don't ever want to be ignorant. But then I realized as I grew older, all pain in my life has come from the knowledge. things I've continued to write knowledge that I've accumulated. The less I knew, the better I felt. Um. Not saying I want to know less, but it's I just acknowledge ignorance is bliss. Um, you know, this is what I mean. This in comparison to like the Pride song, it's like this is this is what I want. You can talk about life. It's not like I'm saying I'm unteachable. But like, don't don't teach me. Don't act. It's like you know, Pride is this. Like, yeah, I know. You know, remind me. I need a reminder rap. Remind me of what I know already. You know, don't beat me over the head like you're teaching me something. So seven plus. Could go up to an eight. Pride could go up to a seven. You know, I don't know. But uh, you want to move on? Sure. All right. Track nine, interlude. Oh, God. Uh, oh man. Listen, six plus. Oh, it sounded like, I mean, oh, God. Oh, man. That'd well, no, you, I, you'll you'll see why. I, I, 
and groaning uh, and six moaning minus. over here. Okay, I would I would request you go first because I'm not going to say there's a lot I have to say, but I'm basically you'll see. Okay, um, I wrote that it takes a very long time for J Cole to start rapping for such a short song. I dig the beat, but after coming off of the last joint, the cringeworthy final line, the Migos flow, and the lack of overall focus in the writing makes me really not care about this at all. So far, this is tied with 100 mil is the worst shit on here. That's all I had to say about it. Okay. When this came out as the single, I guess a week ago, um, I went in the group chat and they were praising it. You know, my, my boy, you know, he's been on the show, uh, style, Steve Ovino Pellegrino, Mr. Heem Heem. I went in the, in the chat. He was liking it. My boy, Paul's cousin was liking it. Philip, shout out to Philip. That's my dog. They, my oh, dog. Listen, right? Philip's a big fan of rap rankings from what I hear. Shout out to Philip. Shout out. Listen, throw up the, you know what time it is. These is my real friends. Okay. These are my real friends. This ain't no Joe Budden being a jerk to people who he said it was friends and then switching up. No, these are my real friends. And I went in the chat and they were praising it. And I was a little shocked because like, clearly it's six plus to me. And, you know, which is not like, oh, I think it sucks. It's just, it's high. Like it wasn't anything groundbreaking. I thought it was subpar J Cole music. So this comes out. Now to be I'm clear, like, right. are these coal miners we're dealing with here? That is not the name of his fan base. I think his fan base is Dreamers. I don't know. Or maybe that's Meek Mill. Dreamers? I don't know. Dreamers? Come on. I'm just guessing. Dreamville. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have a fan base name. But uh, there, everyone in the chat, I would say, is a, is a big fan of J. Cole. They, they like him probably as much as me, if not more. Are they Coley's? You know? Yeah, Coley's. Um, he needs a group name, a, a fan base name. But um, they were praising it, which shocked me. Um you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, to see the the overwhelm. Well, I don't say overwhelm. Anyway, they liked it. So I went in there and and this is this is what happened. Okay. So I bookmarked the beginning. Kind of, I'm gonna quickly run through it. This is gonna be like how you were going through the Wu Tang thread, but like I'm just I'm gonna blaze through this because what happened was it got out of hand and I was not expecting to be met with such resistance vol- volatility. Like okay. They well, the defense of this song th- was caught me completely off guard. They I want to started... hear. I want to hear the arguments and the counter arguments. As yeah, of I'm go right on. now. I'm a hundred percent with you. I mean, I just listened to this album. I don't think this is a good song at all. But right, I want to hear what they have to say. Okay, so I came in. It was one fifty nine a.m. my time. I came in. I saw they were liking it. I said, "Am dot dot dot? Am I hearing the same cold track as y'all?" Styles immediately says, you gave Desires what again? Because uh, he was just on the show and he found out I gave Desires on Dark Wayne demo tapes to eight. Eight minus, actually. So he's like, you can't talk. He said, and you like bitches, am I right? Which is a song from um, the original Revenge of the Dreamers. Uh, and, and it's true. I do like it. Paul's cousin quote tweeted me. He said, what the fuck? Hey, yo, cancel your Spotify membership. Styles said, nigga had the nerve to ask that, man. Uh, Paul's cousin, I'd fill it. He said, I want you to go back to listening to music with five available skips a day. Styles starts laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> says, nigga, you got to sit through the Home Depot ad, nigga, until you learn some respect. And then I said, uh, you know, I tweeted that thing that Cowboy Bebop meme was like, why did you post this? 
You know, never mind. We just got to live with it now. And I was like, I'll tweet this to Cole, but I like that nigga. Uh, Philip says on some real shit. The real is the shit. Do you like rap? Like, I know you do this thing called rap rankings, but maybe that's all a front. What the fuck is wrong with this song? So I said, y'all ain't heard him talk about the same stuff 79 times already over better production. I mean, he even disrespected us by letting an already only two minute song go nowhere for the first minute. I said, I mean, maybe I just expect more for him. Style well, says, Mel, to be fair, 40, 42 seconds, but still on a two minute song. Okay. That's that's really um, we don't have much. It's, time it's a to large chunk, here. right? Yeah, that's the point I was sure. making. Yeah. So. Style says, what better production? T-minus drums hit harder than half of Cole's catalog. He has access to better sounding drums. I said, this beat is pretty boring to me. To me. I'm just asking questions, making sure I ain't miss nothing. I respect y'all enjoyment. I disagree with Phil- you there. The best part of this is the beat to me. I, I thought the beat was interesting. That's very disappointing. I'll get into it. So uh, Philip says, tell me an artist that doesn't show repetition. Show me. Um so I'm, I'm going to get to him in a second, but I said, this stuff was tackled better on brackets. Uh, Style says, you just aren't player, man. Concrete evidence. You know, that's his favorite argument for me. Uh, Philip, continuing his point, all artists say the same shit, but in a different way. Finally, I get to him. I said, the repetition's not the problem. The problem is that once you've done something Wait, once, hold it on, isn't hold too- on, hold on. J. Cole is not player. He made the Wet Dream song. I'm sorry. No, you don't pull the player card. Well, he was saying, Styles was saying, me saying the beat was boring. So I guess he thinks the beat is player. The beat is not even player. I'm going to get to that in a second, though. Okay. (laughs) Get to that in a second. You know, because, yeah, it's not player. But I was telling Philip, no, the repetition is not the problem. The problem is that once you've done something once, it isn't too much to ask for you to keep that same standard F slash when you do it again. Why tackle it again with less effectiveness? For instance, I told him fake love is basically hotline bling too, but not as good. I'd rather him just not have done that. I disagree, but okay. Okay. Style says you gave desires an eight again, or was it a nine? <laughs> um, and then I, I continued to fill up when he said all artists say the same shit, but in a different way. I said, you misunderstand me. Pac voice. Follow me. Consistency is what you're thinking of. And then I addressed styles. Don't play me. It was an eight, not a nine. And then uh, Philip says, you don't like when a beat build, LOL. And it's an interlude. You were expecting a tale of two cities, you know, and he starts quoting the bars. Um, the Southern heat make unbearable summers just last week. Seeing your mama weep, crying because she don't want to bury your brother. The blood leaks while the EMTs got to carry your baby like surrogate mothers. First of all, I like that line. So he quotes that and I'm like, you know. But it's that, it's that same. Right. So sick of that flow. You know, the surrogate mother's line is dope. But yeah, the flow. very So yeah. And then Styles like in the nip bar mid to the PMC and Jesus died at 33 bar. Yeah, it is. And I get to that. So. Here's the thing. I, I go back to Philip. I said, that's my other question. Why release an interlude as the first offering? Nothing about this is attention grabbing. Either give us a proper single or at least a whole song or just wait until next week and drop the whole album. And then I quote tweet the, the Pimp C Jesus thing. And I wrote dot, dot, dot. I'm going to ask you right now what that actually means to you. Answer honestly. You know, then Styles is like, well, he dropped an intro for Forest Hills Drive first of him riding a bike, and you loved it. I remember. I said, at least that was an intro, though. This is an interlude. And he's like, what's the difference, honestly? And I'm like, well, there was a visual attached uh, to that to that thing. And I said, you know, um, it's the intro. You know, at least it's the, the, the it sets us up for the album. You just throw us in the middle with an interlude. You know, and I said, this song, this is the Cole they make fun of for being boring, and I can't defend him when he does stuff like this, you know? So to continue, um, I start defending the Forest Hills Drive intro, 
And then Styles gets on his comedy style. He's like, you know, uh, you what? You play the beat in your car by itself while you delivering pizzas. And I'm like, look, I deliver more than pizza. Put some respect on my services. I move Indian food, the Vindaloo. Anyway, um, and then I, he finally addresses, you know, you know, what does this mean to you? Like I asked him, he said, it's a reference to the 27 Club, which doesn't make sense because he's talking about 33. He said, to me, a coincidence in rap, just a parallel. Goes hand in hand with the rolling 60 bar a couple stanzas back. Good enough answer. And I told him there's no right or wrong answer. I just wanted to know what you saw in it, what value it actually had to you. Because you see, I've seen this before, as you have, I'm sure. So it doesn't hit for me. And then I point out the the, the line by Saba in the song Life. You know, uh, I know Pac was 25. I know Jesus 33. You know, like this is, rappers do this all the time. And I said, I prefer this if we're just arbitrarily talking about Jesus supposedly being 33 when he died. So, and I'm like, you know, it's better beat there, more resting delivery, better point made. You know, we just keep, we keep going, 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 you know, and, and like, they're, they're, they're starting to turn up on me. They're like really defending this song. <laughs> Style says, I ain't got to argue with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm me. I said, relax. We just talking, you know, Philip gets back on his five skips a day, just five. And I'm like, Philip, I love you. And then, you know, he says, I hope you play straight from your YouTube app only like an NBA Youngboy fan. And I'm like, look, I want to tag in Briar. I like to know his opinion. Briar, do you like the new Cole song? Yes or no and why? Spoiler, he doesn't. He's he's on my side. And as they're attacking me, he's like, I'm like, the song slash interlude, is that fire to y'all? Like, we talking eight out of ten and above, you know? So I was like, I just don't know what more he could have done. I said, I mean, at the end of the, of the day, it's an interlude, so I don't even think he... I don't even think he thinks he was doing that much. I'm confused by this move. I was expecting a song. What sort of mission statement, you know, were we getting here? Why was this the first release? And as the album comes out, I have the same questions because this is one of the weakest offerings on the thing. Well, this you know? is so not it's like, ultimately, I guess, the first release because the next song. Well, right. He did. Re- but that was a part of a two song EP that Lewis I'm Street. Not, I'm not familiar you know? with such a thing. Yeah, he put it out last year, I believe. You know, so like it wasn't presented as like these are singles from the or maybe he did. I think he said the off season coming soon. So I'm mistaken. But the other song from that Lion King on Ice, that didn't end yeah, up the on B-side. Here, so. Yeah, the B side. So I don't know. Um, So I'm just like, you know, we didn't get a mission statement in this song. Instead, we get this thing where he's talking for half the recording about ups and downs and how he doesn't care where it goes, which weirdly enough, I like because I relate. You know, but then I'm like, then he raps about the urban plight, not as effectively as he's done in the past over a lazy beat, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, he gets he gets in attack mode again. He was like, you know, were you confused when Drake lifted his knee up in a ski mask to Tuesday slide, you know, and so I'm just like he starts deflecting and I'm like, look, on another topic, do you like for your eyes only? He says no. I said, OK, good. We agree there. With that said, I think this song is mid in the same way that album was, if that makes sense. You know, like, I know he can do better than this. This is autopilot, you know? So I'm like, I'm trying to bring him into my world, show comparisons. He's like, you still have yet to say what he could have done differently. I'm like, it's not so much a done differently because my dislike of the song starts with the music. Without a beat, I like, you can do whatever you want. I'm probably not going to like it. I just, I would have just scrapped it. It's not worthy of his catalog. They're really getting mad. They're like, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm just like, I'm not even saying the song is trash. I just don't like it. It's very normal to me. Nothing spectacular. Nothing I haven't heard from him before already and better. This is lesser call. So those are pretty much my notes about the album, about the song, you know? And I just read that because there was no point in me rewriting notes when I basically said all that in the chat, you know? 
Um, so I feel the same way. It's just like, I don't know why this was the first offering. This isn't even one of the best things on this album. To me, it's one of the worst. It's in the bottom three for me. Yeah. He gave us one of the weakest songs. Yeah. It's in the bottom three, actually. Yeah. Um, it's one of the weakest songs on here. He gave it to us first. I don't know why. The Too Long didn't read, even though we've never talked about the song on the show. I feel the same way about this as I feel about Middle Child, which is also a six to me. It should be called Middling Child. It's mid child. Okay. It's just like, it's I. It's I. It's nothing that I want to return to. So, yeah. That's all I got to say about Interlude. Um, you want to move on? Yeah. All right. Track 10, The Climb Back. All right. Now this, I like. Seven plus. Uh, flat six. Okay. This um, is my first time hearing this one. I didn't hear it on, what do you call it? Lewis Park? It was you know, Lewis Street. Lewis Street. I didn't hear yeah. that. Uh, um, five minutes long here. It, it doesn't need to be five minutes. Slow and six seconds. beat. Like the beat is really plotting. Uh, it's, it sounds like a sloth, like grinning and like yeah, climbing down the stairs. Really irritating production elements on this one for me. Uh, I wrote, is this a vibe or something? I like the beat. It's and got then, a skippy little bounce to it. It's cool to ride around to. Uh, at some point I wrote here. Oh, thank God. He's actually rapping now. He's got some strong bars on this one. I'm, I'm a not, big fan of that. See how I flip like exclamation points. That's that. That's a, that's a good punchline to me. I like it. You but know? strong bars on this, but I am just not digging the beat or the song on any level, really, other than the lyrics. Okay. Damn shame. It's just boring to me. Totally respect that. I would have liked yeah. this over a different beat, maybe. J. Cole wasn't the problem here for me. Yeah, I think he was, you know, seven plus. Like, yeah, I like the beat. Um, it is definitely slow. You, it's standard cold content, you know, urban plight, some slick punchlines, you know, uh, you know, some like, you know, uh, J Cole was a seven plus on this for me. The beat was like a five plus. I would say J Cole was probably seven plus eight minus the beats like a flat seven. Okay. So and that's, that's what brings it down up. for you a little bit. Yeah. But you don't dislike the beat. No, no, I like it. It's just like it's not like anything crazy, but I definitely like it. It's, it's, can you um, see why for five minutes of this, I'm a little taken out? It of does not now. need to be five minutes. Like it after does. the interlude and then this, I'm like, all right, come on. It's good it could have just else. been the first verse. Like this should have been the interlude, and it. I don't think the second verse is necessary. Um, you know what's funny? Two minutes and like twenty seconds, two minutes thirty seconds in, I looked to see how much time was left. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, shit, like half the song is left. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, it could have ended there and been the interlude. But whatever. I mean, I don't really have many thoughts on this one. I just when when the music's plotting and boring to me, it's not going to really get over. I don't think. OK, Because the lyricism yeah. is above average, actually. But blow your clothes half off like a promo code <laughs> you know those are the kind of bars that made me start rapping it just like blew my mind like i just i like it you know i always have appreciation for like you know your your conventional setup punchline you know um they're harder to implement now than ever but like that's why i appreciate it here the one that kind of landed flat for me was one call gets you canceled like a homophobe in this pc culture uh, you know, yeah, it's like, that, right, I mean, okay, that was you know. a little, uh, yeah, you know, you can move on if you're ready. 
I'm, I'm ready. The final thing I just got to say, the hook is whatever. Uh, like, everything coming back around full circle. Like, good cadence, melody, the words, or whatever. It gets you through the song without a hitch. Didn't need to be this long. Shout out to him dissing the bad website, genius. You know, often as a genius, that's misquoting me. You know, yeah, they the bad website. It's all I got. So, we can move on. Um, track 11, Close. <sighs> Least favorite song on here, Flat 6. Mules and Mel Connect, and the thief is back in the building. Can you play a little bit of Do It Again from the Little Wayne? I think it's on the Patreon leak that we put out. Do It Again? Yes. It's uh, one of his leaks from the Carter Three era. Is this... Okay, I was thinking it did it before. No, Do It Again. Okay, all right. So that's ah, that's right. Same song. He's like in it close, you know. Like the, so, he does the same the cadence. He sampled the same record. Granted, uh, just like with my life, it's changed enough where you know the Little Wayne thing was a sample to begin with, but. You know, the game sampled that on the Red album. And I was like, okay. I don't know. Or did he? Or did that song not make the Red album? Either way. Oh, I don't know. I don't be listening to, to games like that. It's it's one of those situations where it's like, I've heard this sample sampled too many times. And no time has it equaled out to meaning more to me than that Wayne song does. Um, okay. So, you know, I noted that it was the same sample as Do It Again. And I wrote, I worry that this may be the paying homage thing again that ruined my life for me. I just want to listen to do it again now. I'm good. Wow. That's it. Yeah, I just wrote, eh, it's fine. Cautionary tale, rap song, beats, whatever. Cole's doing generic talk again. The motif I like this storytelling on the song you weren't a fan of. Punching the clock yeah. more than I did on this. You know, it's just... The storytelling reminds me of like warm up Eric. I mean, Cole in general, he's a pretty good storyteller, but this is not the best of it. This is like, this is meat and potatoes rap, as we say for me. Like, I just, it's like, I, you know, we've, you know, um, he kind of goes for a little twist at the end. Is a little twist, huh? Ah, a little twist. <laughs> Whenever I think about little twist, I'm either thinking about how Beaver threw him under the bus, which sucked. Yep. Or uh, was it the, the Wayne song "Do Say" from 2014, when we thought we were gonna get the Carter Five? He tells that little story at the end. He was like, "I was in the club and Swiss like he threw up. He threw up on the owner or something like that." And he's like, and he told the owner like he just like gave. He's like he's like he threw the money and left. Like I don't know. It sounds like it sounds crazy, but like it's just it's very funny. Um, well, no, wait, wait, I, it- I can't go out like this. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. It's just. It's like, it's just the way he told the story was very funny to me. Do say Lil Wayne. Uh, underrated Lil Wayne record from that era. I agree. Uh, let me see. 
Hold on, we're gonna find that out. Okay, I think this is. Still on that do thing. Shout out my nigga Left Twist. My little brother. He just passed out in the club, done a night off that do thing. <laughs> Threw up on the owner. Owner talking about he wanted his money back. He wanted half of the money back. Twist took all the money and left. That's some young money shit. <laughs> Yo, that actually is some young money shit because, well, no, that's some cash money shit. You know, because hey, Birdman took a, all his money a love, and left. Best of love to everybody in that situation. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not happy with Birdman. Don't, don't think I'm making jokes at Wayne's expense. I'm saying, though, that is, you know, yeah, a very funny uh, story to me about he took all the money and left after throwing up on the owner. Uh, yeah. You want to move on? Final track? Yeah, the grind continues. Track 12. All right. Track 12, Hunger on Hillside. Now, you said before when we saw the track list, you thought you were going to like this one. So yeah, I'm curious. I, I did. Did it turn out that way? Not at all. It's <sighs> one of my bottom three songs on the album. Same. I, I only thought it would be good because Hillside uh, uh, on Long Island, there's Hillside Avenue that goes into Queens. And I okay. thought maybe he would be talking about like Hillside Avenue. Maybe so, because he went to St. John's. There's still a good chance this is about St. John's, Hunger on Hills. Listen, you can't just reference geography that I'm familiar with and it just gets over. Six minus, okay? (laughs) I got something to say on this one. Okay, please do. Six minus, the outro, he really impressed me with the outro of KOD, an album I otherwise wasn't really feeling. Can he do it again? Very cinematic ending sample, like the credits of a movie, Cole harmonizing a bit underneath it before the beat drops. More boom-bap type percussion is uh, opposed to the trap type percussion. The sample is a very repetitive loop. I'm not feeling how Cole is approaching this record at all. First verse, very sloppy, like Rhea Ripley matches. This is the (laughs) only boom-bap-ish record on here I'm not feeling. I'm just not digging how Cole approached this at all. He came back a little bit for the second verse, but too little, too late. Six minus one. I mean, up there with a hundred mil and interlude as like the worst shit on here to me, actually. And the sample, which I thought was going to, like, yo, this sounds big. Like the intro, it quickly, re- like I realized like, oh, this is a really irritating loop when it keeps going around like this. Right. I was disappointed. Well, I had hopes for this one, actually. I had a feeling I wasn't just something about the title. I'm like hunger on hillside. It's like hunger. It feels a little on the note. Like I want the hunger to be in the tracks. Don't tell me it's the, it's why I was uh, apprehensive about applying pressure, but luckily that worked out. But uh, you know, yeah, it's just false advertising six plus for me. Uh, My notes are everyone's a big stepper these days. That seems to be one of the hot button phrases of the times. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't want, like you said, the approach. I didn't want contemporary flows on a beat like this. Speaking of which, the beat's okay. I like the strings. Uh, okay, he kind of starts picking up from the melodic thing. Like the second verse, he starts rapping a little more, but he just doesn't pull it off. He says, you take boxing lessons, but y'all still pussy. I'm like, is this a puff disc? You know? Uh, could be. We already know what he already talked about in the album. But, uh, he could yeah, be talking wrote, about that 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 guy that Drake's uh, Drake fucked his girlfriend or something. <laughs> and then he went and started punching shit really fast, flipping and flopping. Yeah, hey, 
<laughs> and listen, to, to and this is not because listen, I was when I thought that was the case, I was very upset and disappointed in Drake. As an Aubrey's angel, I did not condone that behavior. But apparently, the guy lied. He just mm-hmm. made up the story. He's like being a weirdo about it. Not like Drake, it never happened. Okay, you know, or maybe it did, but not the way he's describing. I don't know. But so he looked like a goof anyway, doing all that flipping in, <laughs> in that video, and his Instagram posts were just complete head things. It was, just, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Right. And I just wrote the final note. All right, he fizzled out. You know. So yeah. okay, we can start well, rating this thing. Yeah, I gave this a five out of twelve. 41% takeaway. Uh, 7 70. out of 12 for me, 58% takeaway. Okay, that's what we both predicted before we listened. Which is crazy, yeah. Uh, you predicted you would give this a 7. I predicted I would give it a 5. Sure enough, that's, that's what, what exactly happened. what happened. That's we know call. Yeah, I oh, wish I, I wish I could it. play the rap rankings game and win myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, out now, rap rankings game. Well, I mean, uh, the first game's coming, but the concept is out now. Uh, yeah, the reveal is out now. Uh, five out of 12, 41% takeaway, 78 out of 120 available points for a 65% average rating. Okay, 81 out of 120 for me, 67% average. So for me, I'm giving this thing a 53% weighted. It's okay. Okay, and I got a 62.5% weighted. So what's that? 53 plus 62.5% divided by 2, 57.75% or like a 5.7 out of 10, I guess, according to Rap Rankings off this first listen. Right. So let me let me just look at the board real quick, because I'd want to see if this was an actual mainline review and it were to go on the board. Where would it where would it be? Right. So you said this is a what's what would be our rating? 57.5.75. So basically, like we feel practically nothing about it as a show. Hey, listen, it's it would be under LP. I'll sleep when you're dead, and it would be higher than Cameron Killa season. Wow, the guy whose voice we hear to start this thing. Yeah, well, not to me. I liked Killa season uh, considerably more than this. What did I give Killa season? A fifty-two percent weighted. Oh, I like this more than Killa season. Yeah, wait, no, did you hold on? What did you give it? Yeah, this, my, my off-season weighted rating is 62.5. Like, yeah, this is all right to me. The album's all right. I give I, Killer Season really, 63%. So there's a okay. whole 10% gap for me. I mean, I clearly prefer that. But uh, on the board, yeah, but, that's where it would be. It would be the new number 43 album on the board. Right, if it was on the board. Well, you know, good. I think Cole should decent. be happy it's not on the board. We were. These are our first opinions, you know? And, I think uh, with the yeah, exception of, uh, like, like two or three songs probably his best production on an album okay is this my favorite j cole album out of five out of 12 geez i hope not i mean i don't know i there's let me just say that the five songs i like on this thing i really like i mean look he gave me two eights here um you know and some things could still go up there were no seven minuses for me i liked every like I solidly liked the stuff that I liked. You know, it started very strong. I had like after the first four, I'm like, you know, the first four, I'm like, yo, is this going to be? It like, definitely after let go of my hand, it fell off for me. I didn't like nine, ten, eleven, or twelve. Cole, I, 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 I personally needed more of the first half, less of the second half, less contemporary flows. Like, and I know your whole thing now is you're like pushing yourself, trying to see if you can 
you know, keep up with the times, do new things. And, and that's great. That's cool. I think you should do that. Um, sometimes you pull it off. Sometimes you don't. And usually I prefer for Cole to, to lean more towards its own style and just sort of sprinkle it in rather than go full contemporary. I, you know, I guess you know. at the beginning of the review when you said, it sounds like I give him a six as an artist. Uh, six plus. Yeah, six plus. After I gave this album a 53%, I mean, I like five songs from it. So clearly I, I gave one of them an eight. I think I'm capable of enjoying J. Cole's music as much as I enjoy, you know, many other people's music. But man, I just, I always can't help but feel when I leave these projects that I wish that there was, you know, I wish he had a nothing was the same. Listen, I wish he would have cut that interlude off, took that off. It wasn't, needed. you know, there's that, there's that horrible meme, the heart, the mind, the soul, Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. And like, I feel like Kendrick and Drake each, have at least one classic to their name. But J. Cole, to me, has yet to make that album. His closest thing, and I know my takeaway is, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil my ratings. You know, mm-hmm. I rated it, obviously, you know, years ago. But, uh, I mean, like, not when it first came out, because the rating system wasn't born then. But, like, I've rated it, obviously, since the rating system was born. I, I think it's his best album, statistically. What? It's his closest thing to a classic. If what he has one, if this uh, Forest Hills Drive. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of had the same feeling about that one that I have about this one, except I like the beats better on this one. I mean, look, I'll I'll, I'll give him this because I'm not going to give him my ratings because obviously we're going to do that album one day. We do every album in hip hop history, but um, I'll tell them whether or not my personal weighted rating would get it in a record club. Let me see, uh, Forest Hills Drive. Yes, it's record club worthy. It ain't going to no record club. <laughs> Not for you, probably. Yeah, um, but it takes two to tango on this show. Exactly. So, but together, it's a fifty-seven point seventy-five percent. I can I can hear them now. They they they're mad. The coal the coal haters are probably like it's too high. The coal lovers are like five point seven. What? Yeah, because apparently like, you're it's... all wrong about J Cole. He's nowhere near the worst, and he's not even close to the best. I think at his peak of his, like, look, like the two eights on here, Cole can consistently reach that level for me. It's why he's an eight plus overall as an artist to me. I like him a lot, you know, but this is just, um, let me look at my other ratings, actually. What did I give the 62? This you is know better what I would say your eyes if, on if he had, if, if truly yours, the three EPs he put out, if the uh-huh. three of them could be considered one album, I don't know if it would be record club worthy, but it would be very good. Okay, so that would probably be your favorite. Yeah, I like those. I mean, truth be told, those are the only J. Cole projects I have, with the exception of, you know, a folder of loose J. Cole songs that I like. Right. I don't listen to his albums. I just don't. Oh, I have, like, uh, Friday Night Lights in my library. Um, The Warm Up. Like, I have his early mixtapes and stuff like that. But... None of his studio albums, like, I want to like them. I go into them hoping to like them, but they always end up kind of this way for me, it seems. Wow. Like somewhere between like a 40 to 50% takeaway. Is what it is, I guess. You know, but at the same token, I like, I don't get like big Sean vibes from this guy. Like, if you listen to our Hall of Fame review, 
was that season zero? Yep. Well, if you've heard it, you know, I'm not a very big, big Sean guy. Don't recommend you go in here. It is the beta test season, but it's out there. But, um, yeah, I don't have that, like, I don't think he's bad or anything. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm waiting to be impressed. I'm waiting to have something to say, yo, this is the J. Cole album I'm going to hold in the esteem of all the other great albums in history. I just don't have that. Right. And that's not a knock on him. There's plenty of, I could make that album with all of the J. Cole songs I like. Right. Like at this point, he's probably made well over 20 songs that I like. You know, I could probably at least do a 10 track album of eights from J. Cole, but I'm not the album man. Like I don't just put songs together and call it an album. He's got to do that until he does. 53% waited for me. And uh, 62.5, I think, for me. And 57.75% is what that is for rap rankings. I guess we did it. Yeah, so, we're uh, back in a, in the first listen swing of things. And uh, now tomorrow we got to get back to the second half of our Tribe Called Quest review. So yeah. look out for that. That'll be out on Wednesday. That's right. So listen, folks. Uh I think I'm going to, I think I, sadly, I got to hit that post-rab McDonald's. Oh, okay. It's a little, it's a little late for that, I think. Yeah, you telling me. Uh, All right. right. Well, uh, kill my body. Have a good weekend, folks. uh, We'll see you soon. Have a good weekend. Cold world, y'all. Yep. No blanket. Yeah, no Snuggie or whatever. (laughs) Peace.